Have you ever been like in a situation? I was thinking about the first time me and Chess like romantically hooked up, not like like made out for the first time, right? Uh, and we made out. It I want to dig into what you mean by romantically hooked up so hard. Uh, As in, I, I was trying to, I was trying to say hook. I'm what romantically hooked up sounds better than hook up because hook up a lot of times implies sex. Okay, and I our understand. first time like having when any the kiss, type of when the kiss had some sort of romance. Yeah, and stuff to it. you wasn't just trying to get. You wasn't we, just trying to like. Like it wasn't like a drunken. Not that those are. Yeah, those are fine. Love. Right, right, right. But I am walking the line so hard. I right feel now. you. I feel you. <laughs> I, me too. Me too. Uh, but I know what you're saying. The first time there was like passion and like. Yeah, it wasn't yes. just this. This wasn't like a hookup of just like we're just horny. It was like oh we're we we like each other. We're kissing. Like we're you said, out you said some fo- nice kind words before. I said. I said you smell good today. Wow. The bar is like, <laughs> <laughs> and then and but but uh-huh. so we're making out and it, and like the whole time we're making out, I have to fart mm. so bad, mm. and of course I'm holding it, mm. and we make out for like 20, 20, 30 minutes. I feel like Jesus to be lot. young to be I young. Know, we were twenty. I kiss Anna once now and I go not again. I dude <laughs> like. I this this is gonna sound so bad. <laughs> I listen. I you know I'm a I'm a very passionate person, but like it's gotten to the point now where because we hug so much, I give just like just like the little pat hugs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I totally get what you're saying. So I'm tired, like, bro. Like, good lord, man, how many tight hugs do we need? To <laughs> but you're holding in this fart. I'm holding in this fart, dude, and it's it's so bad. And like, I want to stop. Making out, so yeah. I can just go to the bathroom and rip ass. Yeah, and she didn't, and I held that far for about a good 30, 40 minutes, man. And it was uh, the most uncomfortable makeout session I've ever had. In so, my was life. your question the last time I held in a fart, or no, the last have, time I held a, in a fart during a romantic? Makeout? Like, have there, yeah, have there been just any makeout sessions where you were like, man, no, this shit that's is, never happened to me. Just me. I'm not saying just you. I'm just saying not me. I did hold in a fart this morning. I was at yoga mm-hmm. and we were doing a certain stretch where I was like, this is going to make me rip ass so hard. <laughs> and the class was packed because it's like uh, one of those uh, New Year phenomenons, which is yeah, like, everybody, to, everyone's there. Everybody, everybody's trying to get, you know, everybody's in their resolution. So no there shame. Were, no, there, shame. no shame at all. No, I'm fuck, I mean, I'm there for that yeah, exact reason. Yeah. So there's no shame at all. But this woman's mat was basically touching my mat and mm. i was against the wall so i had nowhere to hide mm. so if i farted you farting right in her I'm farting space. right in her space on top of that there's a woman's head close to me farting, already farting in her mouth i'm farting in her mouth and mm. i'm holding it and then he's just like and pull your calves in as much as you can <laughs> towards yeah, your chest i hope you farted <laughs> did you fart Nigga, no. <laughs> I, I did a i did a trick that i learned in uh, high school which is you just Kind of like when you're opening a soda, you don't want to open it too fast. Yeah. So you open it a little, and you just let it a little out. And you let it like... I, I feel... <laughs> All right, were you worried about it stinking? Of course I was. Okay. And cause... the whole time I was so nervous. Yeah. Because if you ain't worried about it stinking, like, what you could do is you could just, like, you, you, you if nobody's watching you hard, you just go back there. Open, you let it out. Open them booty cheeks. But, so you don't make noise. But this is the top so of the class. So don't make noise. But this is the top of the class. 
So what does that mean? Everybody's looking that we're gonna be in there for another hour. So if you and yoga's a sweaty hot thing. Yeah. So if you fart once, she knows. It's only <laughs> see, I'm the only person next to her. It's not the black woman who's crushing it. There was a black woman who was crushing it so hard and then would look at me and was like, do this. Like she just knew I sucked at it and mm-hmm. was helping me out. I want to shout her out. Shout out to Jerry. Thank you so much for helping me. <sighs> shout out, Jerry. Shout out. Uh did you you so you didn't fart? I didn't fart. Did you fart when you finally got out? Of course. Was was it the most pleasurable fart? I could see people running off of Hillhurst because <laughs> they could smell how powerful the thing I was holding back was. The people all over Hillhurst were just running. Let me tell you something, y'all. I like a good fart. And a good fart is nice. I like a good fart. It's a good it's a good thing. I'm not ashamed of farting. You know what I like more than a good fart? What? The fact that we're on the Culture Kings podcast. Oh, young Prince Matt is very happy. Yeah, <laughs> young Prince Matt not even didn't even say Happy New Year. He came in and said, look, guys, I got some notes from the network. You got to start the show way sooner. <laughs> None of that starting the show. No Happy New Year. 34, no, 30 how fucking Paris? minutes Yeah, in. he was just like, stop that bullshit. <laughs> You're at Airwolf now. We have to sell ads, and you need to start the show a lot sooner. So, Young Prince, we're doing it. Welcome to Culture Kings, niggas. Jackie's here. Edgar here. <laughs> uh, our guest today is no stranger to the Airwolf world. Not at all. Not at all. He is, dare I say, a regular? Uh, definitely, definitely. I'm interested to see, is this the first year, Matt, that they're doing the uh, podcast awards, the boys? Uh, I think so. I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure what you mean. They're, the uh, the iHeart Awards. The, no, they're they're doing. Uh, I read the Reddit, which I should not admit. You should stop that. Yeah, I should stop it. I'm announcing now that I'm stopping it. Yeah, but if you know me, you I know can't that I'm wait. Not. I I I if it, I know we're getting a lot of new fans, the redditors. Uh, feel free to write whatever the fuck you want because I ain't never gonna see it. I mean, don't, because I will. Yeah, probably, uh, probably good to start antagonizing them now. No, don't antagonize them. I read it. Because I, I read it for other shows. I enjoy reading it. Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes it'd be good. good shit in there. And like, I, I like agree. And like this, looking at what they're talking about in terms of like up breakout stars and all this stuff, like I was interested in all of that. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. know I was hurt that my name wasn't mentioned. But I, uh, That's all right, man. You got a whole... You, listen. But I was... But, uh, you got I was just asking if that was the first time they did it, but you wouldn't know. Yeah, uh, and I also don't think that that's the boys. I think it's just a username with the boys' name. Really? Yeah, I don't... I don't Interesting. Do you think the boys... Well, it was green. It was green. Yeah, but they're, they're a moderator. Do you think the uh, boys, one, moderate the Earwolf subreddit? I was surprised. And then two, want to... <laughs> I was very congratulate surprised. anyone else on this network. That's a good point. <laughs> I was very surprised. I was like, "Wow, what a a selfless use of what their a time! Selfless use of their time to set up this system in which other people are thanked." I did not expect this behavior from Hayes and Sean. The Hayes and Sean that I know would never do something like that. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. Listen but to yourself. I, if I listen to myself, Matt, <laughs> you and I would stop being friends. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> we uh, got John Gabers on the show today, y'all. <laughs> Anyways, what my point was is that he seems like a big runner-up for best podcast guest yes. of the year of 2019. I mean, it is a joy to have Gabers on. Gabers is a funny-ass dude. Uh, we talked in Chicago a couple we when we did the podcast festival a couple years ago now, or yeah, a year a ago, ago, wherever. Yeah, whatever. Um, and he was like, Man, I got to get on Culture Kings. And I was like, man, you got to wait. 
and he waited, and he's here. But that was mostly because we hadn't had white men on yet. Yeah, we had a, we had a band for a we, while. We didn't have, but now we do because we love white men. I mean, also because there was one day where we literally couldn't find a black person to do the show, so we just yeah, it's not that many of us. It's not that many not of us many in LA. Of us in Los Angeles. We we tapped all the black people. In LA, <laughs> yeah. Unless you want us to just find a nigga on the street and just be like, "Hey, look, I we mean, don't have white people on our podcast. Listen, Would you mind talking for a bit?" Listen, I know Earwolf, you know, wants us to get the bigger guest and shit, but I think there's room for an episode where we just literally go out on sunset. I can tell you right now, and pull somebody in the studio and record an episode. The chances that we're going to pull a sane person off of Sunset Boulevard is so low. That I think it might be the podcast of the year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll do it one day probably. Guys, ladies and gentlemen, a random nigga we pulled off of Sunset. (laughs) And we won't ever say his name. He'll just be a random nigga we pulled off Sunset. Y'all really think these women are up in these hospitals having babies? What they really doing to them? What they really doing to them? Guys, I'm looking forward to that. And you know what? It won't even be behind the paywall. We'll release it for free. <laughs> it won't even be on Airwolf. We'll just send it to you. We'll guys. just send it to you. <laughs> you could just record DM us if you want the episode. And we'll, we'll send, send it, it directly to you. to you. Should we get to it? Let's get to it. Let's get to John Gabers. Dude, uh, I I We'll never forget when me and you did that power hour in Chicago. Oh, that was awesome. Mostly because I haven't had to pee so much in my life. That was During off. that show. <laughs> we made it a bit of the fucking... <laughs> that you got up to pee during it? Like, could I make it to 40 minutes? <laughs> no, it was too hard. Man. <laughs> it was so fucking hard. <laughs> it was so hard. How do people... How do people... Uh, how do people not pee? When you do, uh, is that still real for y'all breaking the seal? I gotta pee oh, right yeah. before I go on stage, even if it's a non-drinking show. At this point, yeah, 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 I, yeah, absolutely. I have to pee, especially if it's like multiple shows and I've been drinking before or something like that. Once I like, I got that alcohol seal break. I'm mm-hmm. fucked. I don't. I have 90 minutes tops if I don't consume any fluids. Yeah, but you're like sweating your ass off at these comedy festivals, drinking all day. Then you go up on stage, do your shit, and you're like, I right, man, I have to fucking take a vodka soda piss. <laughs> yeah. And there's still 24 there's minutes still left. 24 minutes. <laughs> I gotta <laughs> eat chicken nugget. I gotta tell if it's a wha- snack or whack. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. And, the, and the older you get, like the more exhausted you're getting through them and all that. So I feel like the, if an audience is watching at a comedy festival, that first show is you at your best, and that last show the night it's like the worst possible version of yourself yeah they can get. arguably maybe the realest version of yourself <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, where you're, down, you're just stripped down like, i don't even i don't even like the fact that i have a podcast i hate you guys the list the listeners <laughs> just happy we like talk it. shit about y'all all the fucking time <laughs> i do feel i feel i do it on air a lot so i don't feel as bad it's not yeah. behind their backs i yeah. say it to their face that you people don't know how to behave <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. When we was remember when we were shorties, and like that was a big word. Behave. You don't know how to behave. I, at least I got. Yeah, that. Oh, oh, of course. He doesn't know. know how to behave. His behavior is, uh, you know, awful. Is what I, my parents would get. And then now you just know that like that kid was emotionally wounded and just like needed <laughs> more attention. Like that's all they needed. Like <laughs> they just needed. They just needed a hug and make somebody to like listen to him. <laughs> like yeah. think about all the bad kids when you were in middle school. And now think about them like man, they just needed some therapy. No, and with <laughs> contextualizing, contextualizing the most fucked up kids in my junior high and high school <laughs> makes me feel such sympathy and pity for them. Yeah. Where I'm like, oh yeah, we thought it was cool that their parents let them smoke cigarettes in their house when they were 15. 
No, that's fucked. They have a fucked up life. That shit is and terrible. I didn't, and I didn't place it as a fucked up life. I placed it as like, wow, that's crazy. This guy's yeah. so cool. That's so cool. Like and in the hindsight, parents- it's like brutal. And then like even my teachers are going like, well, Jonathan acts up in class and he craves attention and he's constantly trying to make everyone laugh. And my parents, I'm assuming if they were at this meeting, they were like, that's weird. We ignore him completely at home. Why would he do that here? <laughs> we're never home. We never give him attention. We've never been to any of his sporting events or supportive of him in any of his choices. It's weird that he's seeking it here at school from strangers. How crazy. From, from mother and father proxies that are adult <laughs> teachers in his life. For real, man. Yeah. This shit is wild, this man. This shit is wild. Like when I, when I was a teenager, like 16, I thought it was so cool to go over a friend's house friends' houses where we could drink there. Mm-hmm. And now as somebody who's 33, man, I wish I would let my fucking like children like get smashed. <laughs> like, I'd rather you do it here than do it. Nah, nigga, don't do it here either. <laughs> like, you right? can't do it here or there. Wait. <laughs> Wait. None got- of those parents were ever married, though. It was always a divorced parent. <laughs> Yo, that's the truth. It's like my, my high school girlfriend's parents were divorced and we kind of lived like college kids. Like, yeah. we would, She would like smoke cigarettes in her bedroom while I was there and she's like, my mom works all weekend and we would just be there like drinking, having sex and shit. I'm like mm-hmm. 16 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm living like, we're just like eating dominoes and yeah. we're like an adult relationship. It's I know, fucking dude. Rolls. It was the same. And and like at my crib, cause my family gave me a little bit more leeway than like a girlfriend's family did. So at her house, we could never go like in her room. But with in my crib, yeah. we can go in my room with the door shut. Oh, hell Boy, yeah. Boy, and I remember one time I got too brave and didn't lock the door. Ooh. And my grandma was over. <laughs> and grandma don't play that shit. Grandma just busted in the door. Mid blowjob. Mid blowjob. <laughs> Mid blowjob. And she was like, no son, no grandson of mine should be sucking she, dick like this. <laughs> 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 she was upset at your yeah. technique. <laughs> I'll show you how this She was like, boy, I didn't pray for you. I didn't pray for your skills, and this is what you give us? Damn, dude. Damn. It was embarrassing, man. Yeah. My parents my parents were never around. We were sort of like, because uh, they worked. My yeah. mom was a nurse, and my dad worked nights, so they had like crazy I had the same exact, yeah. same exact thing, yeah. So we were just kind of loot, but my dad was like a fucking... I got him a jailer. Like you couldn't mm-hmm. do anything in the house. Like if I had friends over and we drank some beers and we dropped them off in the neighbor's yard and poured everything down the drain and no one even used the toilet. And my dad would come home and be like, you had four people here drinking beers, didn't you? Like, How the fuck do you say? Indentations in the carpet. You know, he's like CSI. <laughs> I you see a footprint there. Yeah, you, footprint could, there. you couldn't do shit in my house. You couldn't get away with anything. But because we were sort of latchkey kids with nothing going on, we, you could, we would like ride our bikes <laughs> Like yeah. two towns over and getting like a fist fight. <laughs> Just do like the craziest, stupidest kid shit. How many how many siblings you got? I got two younger brothers. Oh, so you're the oldest. Yeah. Nice, yeah. nice. So I you, ran the show. Or did you get did you get the most parenting or the least parenting the, you feel like? I got the most parenting downshifted to the least parenting. <laughs> like I got it the worst way. Like when I was a kid, I had so many rules and everything. I had the Yeah. And then when, my brother, who came right behind me, two and a half years behind me, he got like way laxer lifestyle. And then my young Youngest brother got like uh, hands off complete. Like, oh, what do you yeah. want, son? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I couldn't play lacrosse in high school because my parents wouldn't buy me the equipment. Um, but my brother, my youngest brother, my dad was like, he like briefly mentioned wanting a surf. This is like a weird. This comes up in therapy. My brother, <laughs> yes, tell brief, us. Briefly mentioned <laughs> wanting a surfboard. My dad's like, 
if you want a surfboard, I'll get you one. And meanwhile, I'd been surfing for five years at that point, <laughs> borrowing a friend's board. <laughs> And like, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Did you ask for a board? No, because I didn't ask that's for shit. You, yeah, man, I know, man, that's all that. you. It is that. Yeah. Well, okay, but here's what I ask: Did your brother come? Because I have a very similar relationship. My youngest brother gets all of my parents' attention. But something that I realized is that my youngest brother came right after my dad's brother had died. And uh, I feel like my dad just took all that love that he had for his little brother and just put it into my little brother. Interesting. And, like, I've always, like, did you feel like maybe there was something where your father had, for whatever reason, attached himself to your, your youngest brother? I think the thing that my both my parents that attached him to my youngest brother was is that he was six years after my second brother. Mm. So he was, like, a baby, and my parents had, like— we had broken them. We had like taught mm. them to be parents. Like they tried to, you know, and now yeah. they were like, oh, let's try like really loving the kid. <laughs> let's try being really supportive. Uh, let's try this love <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah. But I will say like it maybe uh, accidentally spoiled my brother and ba- yeah, babied absolutely. him a little bit where absolutely. he's not as equipped. And I don't necessarily know if I'm correctly equipped for life, but I definitely didn't need anyone turning, tw- like once I turned 21, I didn't need anybody to help me do anything. I no. mean, like I, I, so I grew up, I had an aunt who we were raised like brother and sister because we were only like 10 years apart. and But I was the only child of my mother. And then I got stepbrothers when I was 14. Uh, so it was like a weird... And that was right when I moved away from living with my aunt and my mom. We were all living in the same house. So even though I was the only child, I still had... Siblings. Like siblings yeah. that, you know... Now, is that the best of both worlds or the worst of both worlds? It is. Like, it's cool because, like, I had... It is weird because like she wasn't my sister, she was my aunt. Right. So there's the like time, an inherent status in yeah, that. But, but yeah, but ten years old is not much. Yeah. Right. Like I don't even call her aunt. I just call her by her first name today. But like, but so every once in a while, depending on how my grandmother mostly felt, I had to listen to her and the other half. It was just like, oh, y'all go somewhere. Yeah. But we were also had a, such a big gap. That she treated me like a little brother in all the worst ways. Right, Where right. she picked on me and made me watch scary movies with her, so I would be terrified and jumped yeah. out with a knife one time as a what? joke. <laughs> <laughs> Ten years is a big gap. Like, it's to be, such a like, big gap. You can't do anything together until you're like 25 and 35. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, and even then. Even then. But that's like, like uh, me and my brothers all started to get along later in life. We didn't get along at that much as kids because we were just three boys. But uh, yeah. as we got older, um, and my, my mom got sick for a period of time, and we that sort of galvanized us as like a crew, me and my brothers. And now we only fight sort of like passive, passive aggressively or argue about something bullshit. But now we get along very well. Like we're excited mm. to see each other, but we're 38, 35, and 31 now. So okay. it's like, like we're all past all the bullshit. But yeah. like there was a period of time when like, uh, I was the dorky brother. My younger brother was – my middle brother was the coolest. Then I went to college and that kind of cooled everything off because – but that galvanized their relationship and I came home from college and they were tighter and they were kind of like antagonistic towards me. But yeah. then I graduated college and my brother uh, went through college and we sort of all re- – like it just keeps changing. Yeah. Even as kids, it was constantly – of the three of us, it was constantly 2v1. But rotating alliances. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where sometimes it would be like a 10-year-old and an 8-year-old versus a 3-year-old. <laughs> like, yeah. Where we'd be like, hey, fuck you, man. You broke that lamp. Like, and, and, I did it. 
yeah. Anytime, anytime anything broke, it just went immediately to the little brother's fault. Where we're like, dude, you're in deep shit now. Dad's gonna come home and he's gonna know you broke that light. I didn't break it. It's like you're gonna tell him you broke that fucking light because you're not gonna get in trouble. So you shut up and say it was you. We're gonna blame you and you start crying when he hits. That's so. I also grew up with two brothers. Like that is the same. Like that rotating thing is so fucking true. And like now, both of them live in Texas and I don't. So, now so it's can, always two v one. It's always two v one going their way. But I'm like, man, Jonathan, don't you remember we used to kick the shit out of this kid? And now you're on his fucking side. We used to beat the shit out of this nigga. That's wild. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what we say every Christmas. Yeah. We used to beat the shit word out of for this word. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gavis, you want to take the prayer? Yeah. We used to beat the shit out of this nigga. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Let's open presents. <laughs> y'all pray before y'all open presents. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say, I don't know. That Christmas? <laughs> That's so trash. I know my family doesn't even celebrate Christmas, but I think that's trash. <laughs> I gotta pray before you open some gifts. Yo, dude. Oh, man. Are you Jehovah's Witness? Uh, no, no. We're Seventh day Adventists, which is pretty close. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, we just don't celebrate Christmas. My, my parents don't celebrate Christmas not because of religion, just because they're just like fact assholes and they're just like Jesus wasn't born on Christmas and that's why yeah, we don't like, celebrate sorry Edgar but it's yeah. actually based on a pagan holiday around the vernal equinox you're really? saying you're talking exactly like my mother right now <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what she taught me as a kid and I was like come on let me enjoy this let me open a present so I fit in at school for yeah, fuck's exactly. sake I don't, yeah. no one gives a shit when we're all singing uh, jingle bells and I go it's yeah. actually a pagan holiday they beat the shit out of me <laughs> <laughs> they say that Jaquie's family prayer <laughs> He used to beat the shit out of this nigga. Amen. That feels like the opening Open to a hip hop track. We used to beat the shit out of this nigga. Amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. <laughs> uh, I fucking love it. I, for whatever reason, I haven't thought about this story in a long time. I don't even know if you want to tell it, Edgar. What? But the story of your... When I was thinking, when you said something about how, like, your dad's brother dying, like, affected, uh, like, him, uh, do you also think the story of your dad getting shot in the head oh, yeah. fucking, like, affected <laughs> how he, like, parented oh, yeah, that as well? <laughs> Dude, it is the craziest story I've ever heard. Uh, and if you don't want to tell it, we can cut it no, out. No, 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 no. I'll tell it. It's just, like, uh, when we were... I wasn't even born yet, but my dad used to be a, a, a cab driver in New York. And one time he got uh, carjacked by two guys on PCP. And they shot him in the back of the head. But he'd, like... I, either... It grazed him, or we don't know what happened, but like he doesn't have any bullet mark or anything on the back of his head. He just bled out, and then they someone found him and took him to the hospital. Like, Damn. Yeah, it's crazy. It must like, have hit like just his scalp. Yeah. Damn. But uh, so there's also, no terrible shot because that's a close range. <laughs> shot. Oh yeah, but like no, they, that's some shit that makes you believe in God. Well, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. That's, and, yeah, and yeah and that makes does. me that makes me an Advent Seventh Day Adventist. Yeah. <laughs> no son of mine's gonna have Christmas. I lived a fucking gunshot through my head, dog. Fucker, you on Christmas? My life is Christmas, my nigga. My life is Christmas. <laughs> you may celebrate December 25th, but I celebrate January 10th, the day I survived the gunshot. Open up your presents. Amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, like, uh, uh, so like he just he just has like a real like lax view on life, I think, because of that. Because like, dude, you, know, you have to same thing that he had. Yeah, yeah. What you could, I wouldn't take I, I, maybe not take things seriously as a right right phrase, but I would 
nothing would bother me. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, that's the shit that like, you go to like complain to your dad when yeah. you're a kid, when you're like, dad, it sucks. Schoolwork is hard. He's like, I got shot in the fucking head. You're yeah. like, all right, I'll leave you alone. Like, yeah, I wield that shit forever. Yeah. Like, no, he, like when I was your age, I was getting shot in the motherfucking head. <laughs> all right. Well, my bad. But he'd have to let that shit go. Nothing so annoying. Like my brother took him to go see Star Wars this Christmas. And he was just like, is someone going to be smoking crack in the movie theaters? <laughs> and then we're like, dude, what, what year do you think it is? <laughs> what? <laughs> but when he was growing up in New York, niggas was doing shit like yeah. this. They were just smoking like crack yeah. in the He's like, I don't know. I just don't want us to be around crack smoke. <laughs> Last time I was around crack smoke, I got shot in the head. So <laughs> like, uh, that's fucking crazy. You can understand why I have an aversion to crack smoke. Yeah. <laughs> he told us a story about one time is that like he went on a date with this girl. They went to the movies, and then like she like left halfway through the movie, and he was like, "What happened to her?" And he went looking for her, and he found her in the bathroom smoking crack. <laughs> and he's like, "And that's why you don't go to the movies." That <laughs> like, nah, doesn't happen. <laughs> That's why you don't choose certain women to be your date to the movies. You gotta do a tooth check before you fucking a tooth check. She's <laughs> like, I like her. She has no teeth. <laughs> <laughs> what accent are you doing for your dad there? I don't know anymore. I oh, but where, where, where's he's from, from Haiti. He's, he's from, from Haiti. Haiti. Both okay. of them are from Haiti. He came when he was eighteen. My mom came when she was fifteen. I wanted to uh, profile that based on your last name, but I was afraid. No, yeah, no, yeah, 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 no. We're definitely Haitians. Uh, it's crazy. My mom went to high school, and she said that Dominicans used to jump her. Because uh, she didn't speak English. That <laughs> my mom went to a high school that had white cheerleading team and a black cheerleading team, <laughs> and the Jesus. black cheerleading team beat Jesus. the shit out of the white cheerleading. Because <laughs> uh, my parents went to high school in the same town I went to, which was mostly black and Hispanic and just yeah. a few white people. Mm-hmm. And my, my mom used to tell stories like they were called the Devilettes, and no one <laughs> fucked with them. <laughs> New York public yeah. schools are no joke. Yeah. Man. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's why my mom never sent me to one. She was just like, Mm-mm, I got. <laughs> my whole time oh, you're not going at you all you ain't going to I no got jumped school. all the time I got hit with a crutch by yep. a woman <laughs> on the street a chick just hit me with a fucking crutch damn <laughs> damn I mean I got hit too but it was sanctioned by the school the teachers could beat us oh, oh yeah. school I went to yeah oh, the damn. teachers could beat was us at my school too they was it a religious paddleless. school it was a religious well, school yeah. oh, religious that. school they well that was the one thing public school at least only the kids beat you only the kids beat you only the kids beat you it wasn't a 40 year old kicking the shit out of you can you imagine getting in a fight like like in in like a, a Christian school or a school where they can hit you, you get in a fight and you get your ass beat, but y'all still gonna get punished and yeah. you get your ass beat again. Yes, that would happen all the time. And then you go and then you go home and your dad and beats your you ass. Like, beat I got ass. lost three fights in one day. <laughs> I better learn peace ASAP. Right. And they'd be like, Dad, I already got hit twice a day. I got shot in the fucking head. Get your ass over here. You gonna get three whoopings today. <laughs> We're from that generation who's pa- uh, whose parents had it markedly worse than us. Absolutely. And so that they're... Anything that's better than what their lives were is like, you know, cush for it's us. Cush, that's the way yeah. I felt. Like my dad would be like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Mm-hmm. And when I was a kid, we would just get, my dad would beat our fucking asses every day. And it's like, okay, so that means you can beat us once in a while, yeah. <laughs> and that makes you a better person. How about you try yeah. no beatings? Yeah, it was like the same anger, but no alcohol. That's like uh, even for some people, a little bit of alcohol. But like, yeah, right. like their dads were like alcoholics or like crazy and beat the shit out of them. It's like, and they were doing that, but they were they were doing it with like this weird sense of morale. But I'm like, it's the same shit. Right. Yeah. And uh, Jagis and I have had this argument about how yeah. I, I won't beat my kids. I mean, I cur- no, I, no I currently won't. Way. I no, currently won't because yeah. my 
uh, fiance was like, we're not hitting our children. So, I mean, they're her children. <laughs> if we have kids. <laughs> they will we be already know what kind of dad Jakeesa's going to yeah. be. Yeah, he's, he's backing out of being their dad on a podcast, on record, yeah, before he's even kids. married. Y'all ain't my kids. When we have kids, they'll be hers. Did you, came, you just come out of my body? You ain't my kid. <laughs> it's always crazy when you meet a 32-year-old who's like weirdly old school. <laughs> you know, like, you know, you know, uh, the times have changed. Bro, <laughs> what? I don't think so. I ain't give birth to that kid. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't uh, even imagine. Like, uh, we talk about this on uh, one of my podcasts, Action Boys. We talk about it because uh, we're all fo- like around 40, the guys on it. And we talk about being yelled at by our parents for accidents. Yes. Like, for like spilling a drink at the dinner table <laughs> yes. and your dad being like, get your fucking shit together. <laughs> and like being so mad at you for spilling something that he had to clean up. And uh, Ryan Stanger on Action Boys, he has a nine year old son and he's like, I could I, I could not imagine. Yeah. He his dad gave him an ice cream cone one time and he said, Don't you dare spill this in the car. <laughs> and he got so scared he just threw the ice cream cone in the car but he just didn't even eat it. That's terrible. I know. And he's like he's so scared to eat ice cream. Yeah, he's like, and that was that was us growing up. I lost my jacket one time and I was afraid yes. to tell oh my, my dad God. I lost my jacket because yeah. I got in trouble for losing shit all the time. Because I was twelve yeah. and I was dumb and I don't pay attention to where I put my keys in my wallet. Yeah. Because most twelve year olds don't need keys and wallet <laughs> but I gotta let myself in every day after school and yeah. cook dinner and shit mm-hmm. so my dad he, I knew he was gonna be so mad that I lost the coat and I just gotten the coat for Christmas it was like a Quicksilver coat it was like my big gift and I was so scared that I didn't tell him and I would just go to school without a coat in the winter <laughs> and like just be on the bus until eventually a teacher was like called the house because they thought like I was being abused like <laughs> it has no coat your son has no coat it's a winter we know your family's poor but like how poor like damn <laughs> like how poor you can go get a free coat from like <laughs> right, yeah. tots for kids or we, <laughs> we know your family's poor because your son has an apex jacket when everyone else has starter jackets <laughs> well, then that, but then in that situation you get in trouble twice because now you're getting in trouble because you lost your jacket and then you're getting in trouble because you made your parents look bad yeah and you made oh I remember I got in so much trouble when I told my friend's mom that my dad yelled at me for finishing the milk <laughs> I got home I got home and he's like that woman told my mom was like is everything okay at the house the oh. boys were really scared because they finished the milk so my mom tells my dad in the sort of like you won't believe what my and then my dad comes home he's like now we're in trouble for finishing the milk now we're in trouble for telling people we got in trouble for finishing the milk it's like we're fucking you know it's like you don't tell nobody what happened in house. it's like when those guys get five life sentences yeah. it's like alright now I'm gonna you're already so pissed yeah. you can't even do much more than this that shit is wild yeah. I, I I grew up in a house with my mom my grandmother two aunts and my granddad and my mom and my grandmother were the only ones who actually spanked me, mostly my grandmother. Uh, and my granddad and my aunts left, and my other aunt was, like I said, very close to me, so she never touched me. But my granddad never fucking spanked me. Never. Never in his nature. But getting spanked from, like, my grandmother and my mother, when I was, like, around eight or nine, I was like, all right, I'm going to push this, because he never spanks me, so I could do whatever. Only time he ever spanked me is when he was watching TV, Watching his show, long day at work, sitting on his chair. He was like, Jackie, go get me the remote. And I went up 
And then instead of giving it to him, I dropped it in his cup of water on purpose. <laughs> He's like, you know what? Damn it. <laughs> Don't give me the belt. <laughs> and that was the only time he ever whooped me. Is when, I fucking, when you actually deserved it. When I deserved it. I deserved that. As, as, you're, as, you're, ta- as you're taking the belt, you're like, this is fair. This is fair. This is fair. Completely reasonable, yeah, Pop Pop. Yeah, yeah. This is, this is, I deserve this one. I deserve this ass. <laughs> we never got the belt. We got the, um, my dad would run into the room if there was drama or we were fighting We and we would get like the slap on the, the backhand on the back, the yeah. arm or the ass. Mm. And that would just be like, you know, sort of like a newspaper on the nose. We yeah. never got like official, we, we never got like official, like get over here and bend on my knee. This is punishment time. But my dad would just do that. And then if you cried. It was, you want me to give you something to cry about? <laughs> yeah. was the line that yeah, would just, yes. me, me and my brothers would be sitting there like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not crying. Like, but we put such a paramount on not crying that now I cry all the fucking time. Of course. Yeah. Of course. And now, all now of I watch Modern therapy. Family and I'm just weeping my fucking eyes. <laughs> as, that, as, as Phil throws a football to Luke, and I just start hysterical <laughs> crying. Oh, man. Gabrus, we, listen, we, 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 didn't necessarily bring you here to talk about getting beat by our parents <laughs> or not getting beat by our parents. We did bring you here to just talk to you, but we also, I know you, or the first time I ever saw you before I even moved to LA was on your show, Geico. Yep, that's where uh, most black people know me that's from. Where most, <laughs> that's where most black people first knew you from. I, uh, and, I then it was, and then it was like, all right, man, who this white nigga? Get back Charlemagne. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Literally, I'm joking. A, guy came, a guy came up to me at Cactus Taco. He's like, yo, I know you from somewhere. I'm like, can I racially profile you? And he was like, sure. I'm like, is it guy code or wild and out? And he's like, yep. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm sorry. Normally when a black guy recognized me, th- that's what it is. <laughs> he's it was like, wild and out me. Yeah, he's yeah. like, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we got something fun we want to do with you, but we'll do that on the other side of this break. We'll be right back. Oh shit, that was tight. We back, Culture Kings, Jockeys, Edgar, Gabrus in the room. What's up, Young Prince, Matt? How's everybody doing? We're good. Everybody doing good? Yeah, are you comfortable sitting on your phone book in there? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want us to come in here and unstrap you out of your booster seat in the producer's chair? Yes. God damn it. The young prince of, the young prince of shortness. Jaquise <laughs> and I are the same size. We're, we're not the same height. <laughs> it's not often I can be taller than somebody. We're the same I size. Am. We're the same size. I'm shrinking. <laughs> I think I'm taller. Taller than Jaquise. You, you are most no. certainly not. <laughs> I don't. I don't normally get to height shame people, but damn it, I'm taking this chance. Yeah. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. High, high top doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> I know your plan. Like, you're like drawing like Jaquise has got the pencil lines in the doorway now in his thirties. <laughs> Hey man, I'm 5'10, yo. I'm 5'10. My my man's going full kid. (laughs) Technically, I'm 6'1 now. Put that on my Tinder shit. (laughs) I said you were 6'1. Baby, go get the. Go get. And go from the top of my hair to the bottom of my feet. (laughs) Got Frankenstein shoes on. Uh, Young Prince has, has graciously put up 
some guy code episodes up on the screen for us. Ooh, a show that aged wonderfully. Well, and that's <laughs> yeah. kind of what we wanted to talk yes. to you about is that, uh, you know, we think that... Uh, <laughs> we, we don't think this show could be made in 2020. Oh, yeah, wait, scroll up. I'll show you why. Look at uh, season three, episode two. Virginity, gay, birthdays, <laughs> being sick. <laughs> <laughs> Even at season three, they were running out of premises. When you bike at season five, it's like burping? Question mark? Oh my gosh, dude. What's some other ones? PMS, Valentine's Day, being stoned, apologizing. Uh, Prom, ta- taking a break, going to the game, moving back in. <laughs> Jesus. All right. So we want to update a couple of guy code topics. We want to. That's what we want to do. We mm-hmm. want to do that with you because we listen. It's twenty twenty. We've all grown. We're not the same people we not were the same people anymore. in two thousand eleven no. through fifteen. So that's so for young. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> for better or for worse, I don't know, but I'm definitely. Different. We're about to find out. We're about to find out, <laughs> young prince. Give us a season and an episode. Let's do season five because it's the most recent. Like okay, uh, you know, batch of episodes twenty fifth from twenty fifteen. What is, um, oh, well, how about uh, 57? Uh, or or uh, number six. six? Yeah. Yeah. Having gas, breaking up 2.0, and our first time. Yeah, that, that was a note from, like, the network that, like, we can't repeat topics. So you'll see stuff like drinking again or um, <laughs> uh, girlfriends 2.0 means that we did. Girlfriends is already such a general thing. It's like, well, let's hit it again. Let's tackle it again. <laughs> Penis is 2.0. Okay. Having gas, breaking up 2.0, and our first time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do people, do do dudes still, all right. So when I was growing up, whenever you talked about your first time, the 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 theory was that most people embellished. For sure. Most yeah. people embellished, right? Yeah, no, I don't, it's rare that a first time is amazing. <laughs> like, there, it's like hard for it to be good. Yeah. Do you remember at all? Your take on on your first time at uh, that point? Probably, because my first time was like certainly interesting. Mm. I got a nosebleed. Uh, oh, my and, God. And, dri- and dripped on her face. I was oh. on top. Yeah. Mm. And it was terrifying. And uh, <laughs> Did you stop? I didn't have a condom. Okay. So, so you raw dog that first time? I raw dog the first time, but I had to stop when that happened. Yeah. And then it sort of became like a moot point. And we, that was be. Shit, man, that would be 1998. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, shit. I've been straight fucking for 30 years. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've been fucking quarterly since then. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, uh, yeah, I, I bled on uh, the woman, uh, the woman. We were kids. Uh, and uh, we ended up having, uh, we had this, like, big romantic night where we watched Matrix Reloaded and had a six-pack of Bud Lights. <laughs> And I gave her a gift, a Roxy watch from uh, a surf shop in Miami that I mm. had visited with a friend. I brought her home a watch. Oh, nice. And we were making out. And then it was getting hot and heavy. And then my nose opens up. sort of. And I, I like to attest that to like I was about to raw my first time. And someone someone was watching me and was like, give this kid a nosebleed. <laughs> Make him buy a condom. <laughs> so I got the nosebleed and I had to put on her mom's robe and I had like this wet hard-on sticking out from underneath the short ass <laughs> robe. <laughs> Tissues up my nose and like all I said to her was like, uh, I thought women bled the first time. Like oh! as a joke. And it did not get me out of that. <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha! 
<laughs> and that didn't work. No, for weird, weirdly enough, it didn't work. <laughs> we, uh, she was like, "I just let you enter me," and yeah. that's what you said. <laughs> I, I was like, "Oh boy!" Uh, and then, then you know, being sixteen and being a little heterosexual horn dog, when she when she seemed mad there, I was like, "No, no, no, no!" Did I lose my only chance of fucking? Like I thought I was. I, I've been with this girl for years, ready to fuck, you know. And I'm like panicking that I lost the ability. But we, uh, I later lost my virginity on her bunk bed while she had severe congestion <laughs> She's like, she couldn't breathe i was like fucking a bulldog it was awesome so is that your updated take yeah. that's that? my more modern woke take i fucked this bitch like a bulldog 2020 Uh, Yo Yo (laughs) Damn Uh, Damn I feel like my advice would be like Take the pressure off, right? Like I feel yeah, like there's the so off. much pressure. I, well, no, let me, it's, understand that it's your first of hopefully thousands. You yeah, know hopefully, what I mean? like, hopefully. Yeah. or a couple. What? Or just like a couple? Yeah, at least you're, at, at least, least a, a dozen. You, at least yeah. you're gonna do it a few times. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and like it doesn't have to be. I mean, special or I don't know, but like I think that like what I'm trying I, I would to say, say putting like a, some special on it, like yes. treating it like it is an important event is yeah. one yeah. thing because it tre- is and it is, but it's not the end all be all. Exactly. That's, yeah, I think that's more so. And what I think I'm the important thing, especially young dudes, need to learn. If I can speak to my guy, co- uh, modern guy code, you need to learn that this is a this is a, a partner dance. This is yes. a two person event. Yes. This isn't about you. Yeah. No, it's about don't your pressure. partner. Whether whatever gender your partner is, it's yes. about them. It's about yes. the other person. Same yes. goes for young women. Think about other pe- think about the other person like let's yeah. you know where you're it's a you're, you're not losing your virginity you're no. having sex with someone yeah <laughs> yes. you know what i mean like yes. it's not about you uh popping the top or whatever it's yeah. about there's another person there there yeah. could be more empathy I yes think. yes i mean that is like the that should be on the american flag <laughs> <laughs> there could quote be there could be more empathy <laughs> yeah <laughs> That should be on the fucking dollar bill. <laughs> there could be more empathy. I'm even thinking like back to my first time. We tried like two or three times, mm. and like because because you, you got I fucking was trash. Because <laughs> <laughs> we are all we most dudes are trash. All dudes are trash. All people are trash. They're the just first trying time to force it sex. in. For being honest, like, so yeah, like, you're yeah. trying to force it in. You know, is and like you, you don't just even don't fully know understand things. the angles. Like no. yeah, you definitely you thought. I was definitely surprised to find out how the proximity of the vagina to a butthole. You yes. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I always thought it was in the front, like a penis, but a hole. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, up, I mean, up until like fourteen. I know what you mean. Yeah. I know what you mean. Though I, I thought it was just like where there where my dick was yeah a woman just had a hole and yeah. we just kind of laid on top and yeah. like got it lined up we're good <laughs> and then when you realize that's not the case you still i mean listen most of us have seen a vagina there's only still one hole at the bottom the, the whole thing is <laughs> right, yeah. there's more to yeah. what we know <laughs> right there's a- <laughs> all i'm doing is imagining the women listening to this yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't think you have to worry hey about guys <laughs> I don't think the women are checking in on the John yes. Gabris guy code episode. Yes. Listen, maybe Nicole Byer will come by and we'll do a girl code. <laughs> that would be for you, okay? But yeah, no, there's there's a lot of accoutrements to just the the vagina isn't just a hole where where we you learn. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on there. Yeah. And it's not even about the vagina. I mean it's, it is, but yeah. there's it's not only about that, which you don't realize. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And checking in is such an important part of it and very yeah. And just making sure that both both parties are 
are, are, are really want to do this. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Also, there'll be plenty of time for drunk fucking later on in yes, your life. You know, yes. just like get this, get the first one right. Make sure it's all above board. That's get what that I, first one. I don't even know. It's not going to go right, but get it like legal and, get it legal and, and nice and, for everyone. That's yeah. what I told my brother. I was just like, look, man, like you can be drunk and fuck later. It's truly not even that great. Like just it's like not, you remove that from it right now. Yeah. If you want to have sex, like have sex with someone like not that someone needs to super care, but like that. I'm not saying like it has to be the love yeah. of your life, but like. Remove all of that shit from it because it just complicates things, and I think it can mm-hmm. lead to right. situations that you just want to be caught up in. Anyways. Yeah, pursuing losing your virginity too is always like a little bit of a weird angle. Like being yeah. the guy who's like, I want to get, I want to get laid this yeah. way. I'm so yeah. t- like, it's like it, it's gonna happen. It's gonna yeah. happen. And you know what? Let's take the pressure off uh, for young people who uh, haven't, for whatever reason, they, they don't feel ready yet. They haven't done it. They haven't met someone they like. They're a little nervous about it. Whatever these young people are feeling that are hesitant, just because your friend. F- fucked and you haven't yet that you yes, ha- literally okay. we have our whole lives yes where you can fuck your whole life uh, oh, hopefully ideally that was most the thing. of it so you it don't it doesn't if it doesn't happen when you're 16 it's gonna ha- if you're in high school right now and you're like shit I don't know if I'm ever gonna get laid you are and also like you are like yeah. and it's not a binary don't concern yourself there's gonna be college there's gonna be adult life there's yeah. gonna yeah. be people that don't know your social status there's gonna be non cool girls and dorky girls and cool mm-hmm. guys and dorky. you're gonna eventually get to a point in your life when you're an adult and even when you're 24 no one cares if you haven't fucked yet yeah. anymore no. like, and also it doesn't thing, even come up it doesn't yeah. come up I never like meet someone in my 20s and I'm like I wonder if this you dude's a yet? fucking virgin yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't care anymore nobody yeah. gives a shit and as a matter of fact if I met a virgin now I would have questions like in a, in like just a cu- pure curiosity. Right? Yeah, I'd be yeah. like, oh my right. god! When you hear about those people who are like waiting for marriage and shit, you're, yeah. you're like, whoa! Tell me tell more, me more <laughs> about that because it couldn't be me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> also, I will say this to a lot of young people: most people who say they have sex around your age are lying. Yes. yes. So yes. they are lying. Or they're not enjoying it in the or way that they're, they're making it Or they're not enjoying it in the way. Or they're not hitting uh, elite back shots on, yeah. uh, <laughs> on the girl from summer camp. You yeah. Know, like, uh, like the shit guys would say. And, uh, and I mean... The one thing we should say, the caveat maybe should be, is like maybe young people are having more sex younger because it's yeah. like a different generation. It's a different Absolutely. generation. But if that's the case, just still be smart about it. And if you, if you, if you want to wait, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong yeah. with it. As a matter of fact, uh, whatever you know your proclivity is, like eventually you'll meet someone who will not care that you're a virgin or not care that you've slept with hundreds of people. Like whatever yeah. it is, it's gonna just be you're gonna find someone eventually who's like your history doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. I found that all the things I super wanted to do in high school, drink, smoke weed, have sex. I'm enjoying way more in my late twenties than I would have been <laughs> like for sure. Fucking smoking weed back then, of course it was like fun, but it's the stressful anxiety, too. Yes, because you like, get caught. You yeah, get caught. I got caught. I got arrested for <laughs> selling weed and having weed on me. Like, yeah. So that shit was so stressful. It's so much more fun, like when you can like go to, uh, to go to a restaurant and just be like, "Yeah, I'll have a beer," and then yeah. it's not a thing, right? Yeah, and it's not a thing. You're not begging some weird guy outside of the gas station to buy you. <laughs> yeah, six you you're not high, you're not like drinking in a park, and then when the cops show up, having to run through a exactly. creek because that's the only way to not get brought yeah. home and get beat again. Exactly. <laughs> if we can go full circle, <laughs> for real, for real. I love it. On that note. Matt, hit us with uh, season two, episode like eight. Let's see what that looks like. Let's see what that looks like. Friends with benefits, <laughs> rejection, shopping, and freshman year. Oh, mm. yes. Those are the yes. topics y'all covered yeah. On, yeah. on that episode. Friends with benefits. I 
Have you guys ever had a friend benefit? Um, yeah, we never like anyone. I've hooked up with some of my friends. Mm. I, I've been in a relationship now for you know. 16 years. So this is all this shit I'm talking about is from the early 2000s and, <laughs> and before. Um, but like, uh, I, ho- I had friends I hooked up with, but not like a friend that was like, uh, we, st- we were steady hooking up. And, yeah. And, this is but, just, but sex. openly not in a relation, like, but not yeah. like, we're like, no, but we're not dating. I had a few friends. It's like, Oh, I've hooked up with this girl a couple of times. Last time we hung out, but like, it felt more like sort of accidental yeah. than anything mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. Same. But I, I always wanted one. <laughs> I, yeah, still, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, st- I still do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just sort of against the rules of marriage. Against the rules. <laughs> I mean, unless, maybe your marriage is different, but it's against agrees. the rules of my marriage. Yeah. Unless yeah. she, uh, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Uh, well, uh, we've asked. <laughs> <laughs> we bought it up. So, uh, yeah, where do we, if yeah. another, huh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> she so said you're no. not the you're not the gas and she's not the brakes? No. <laughs> <laughs> not part of that lifestyle. <laughs> Uh, rejection, interesting title here because rejection is something I didn't realize was such a huge part of life oh, yeah. until I chose oh, yeah. a creative field. I was going to say yeah. we are in a we are in a rejection heavy fucking like right. field of inter- or just field of of work and life. So that is is it for us. We have to deal with rejection in so many different ways. But for people who aren't in entertainment, I feel also don't deal with especially certain groups of people where you get to say everything is yes to a lot of people. Right. So those For, first no's. That, that, those hit hard? The, hit hard. What's, what's the meme? Those no's be hitting different? <laughs> <laughs> those no's be hitting different after a bunch of yeses. <laughs> uh, but uh, rejection is something that is a part of our lives. And if, and if we're talking specifically, which I feel like maybe uh, this segment was a lot of like asking someone out, yeah. Um, and then, and I would say another thing about Guide Code was it was like dangerously heteronormative. You yes. know what I mean? Like it was yes. like about. So if it would be about asking a girl out specifically, yeah. mm-hmm. imagining not imagining that like a gay guy would be watching the show and enjoying it. It's, like, <laughs> not, it's not something that ever crossed anyone's what? mind. I guess. Fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like no gay dudes at the time, and I'm like, this is crazy that we're just talking. Like this is the show's filmed in Manhattan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, so I, I guess I'm assuming rejections in reference to like asking a girl out or asking a uh, person out and them saying no. And I think that's. That's some, that shit is scary. It's scary to hear, like, but but it's, it's scary to put toxic. yourself out there. It's, yeah, it's scary to put yourself out there. But the only way to find out if it's a no is to put yourself out there. That is yeah. a good point. And then you have to be okay be with okay the with L. No. You got to be okay with the no. Yes, you got to okay no. You know, just mm-hmm. like you get that no, it's like that's fair. That yeah. is your decision. And uh, I'll check back in in a couple of months. See if you're privacy. <laughs> but this fucking. Uh, rom-coms of our youth and sort of like um, a lot of stories were about persistence and about Urkel. like yeah Urkel never giving up yeah uh, even our parents sometimes would be like well you know I'd, I'd see her at the mall and I'd go up to her every day and say you want to go out with me you want to go out with me and by the 50th time she was so devoid of hope <laughs> she said yes <laughs> you want to go out with me you know I got shot in the head you want to go out with me you want to go out <laughs> every day is a gift baby every day <laughs> uh, I also think that like uh, uh, kind of like the same thing with like our our jobs uh, so much are so few times that rejection has anything to do with us like it's like about oh yeah it's about something not to say that like someone isn't like it's not you but more like there's so many other factors there's other that are factors, at play that man. you have no idea like that person could 
be in a relationship. That yes. person could be just getting out of a relationship. Yeah. That person could be like, you know what? I'm no good to anybody right now. Yeah, sometimes so, they're helping you out. Like yeah. It's like a blessing where they're like, I'm not in a good place and I know that yeah. it would be bad for both of us. It like, could just be a classic like, you're not for me. Yeah, you know I mean? sometimes like, you're yeah. just ugly, man. Yeah, and sometimes also- Sometimes we ugly. And also- People putting such a paramount on the one person they yes. love. When you're yeah. young, dude, you're like you're gonna meet young person. You're gonna meet thousands of people in your life that are gonna set your world on fire in different ways. That are gonna Absolutely. make your dick hard. That are gonna make you intrigued. Make you whatever. So like, don't put it all on the one girl from your no. sophomore class. You know, no. like she's got to live her life. He's got to live their life. Back off. You're gonna meet countless more people that. Will reject you, will not reject you. You're gonna fall in love hundreds of times. Mm. It's really not the end of the world. Absolutely. Uh, I, and like so much of this is like touching me because uh, my brother's 21 and I feel like he's going. I look at his tweets oh. and he's just like, Oof. sometimes Thanks. you shouldn't trust a hoe. And I'm like, oh, I know exactly where you're at. And I, mm. and I text him, I'm just like, look, man, whatever girl you're mad at right now, I promise you that in eight years, you're gonna have a hard time remembering her name. Yes, and that's yes. not shade to the person at all. I think that's just like, more so that's more, the business that's yeah the it's just idea. like you put in all this emotion because you're in that moment but like later on you're just gonna like be scrolling through your Instagram and be like oh wow Brenda had a baby with yeah she's a like, doctor like, yeah. so, Brenda had a baby Tupac yeah. uh, <laughs> Brenda in my baby. life did have a baby yeah alright so let me ask you this then uh how what 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 how do you think we as guys should try to take ourselves out of that moment a little bit more because you you just said like you're in the moment right now, so you're feeling it. I think, but turn, there is turn a, down the ego a little bit. Turn yeah. down the ego and be a stop little bit comparing more. yourself to people around exactly. you, especially people yeah. that That's, you know from social media, yes. or you know like comparing yourself to athletes, rappers, uh, yes. pr- celebrities, influencers, all that shit. That's yeah. all new. To, I mean, of course. When we were younger, it was like older kids were uh, our influencers, right? Like, yeah. yo, you heard Edgar, senior year did blank, yeah. dude. I, I want to be him when I get old. Right. Now the world is even bigger for these kids. Like, they could see, like, so-and-so who's a fitness inspiration, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. I want to be them. Anything short of that is uh, a failure, yes. you know? Mm-hmm. And that's just not the right vibe for people. That's a big like thing. That. Yeah. Comparison, bro. Like, wait, wait a minute. So and so, so and so was able to do this. Why can't I? And it's like it's a huge ego. Yeah, hit. and if we want to like map that onto the creative industry or this entertainment See, industry, yeah. it's like you can easily blow your head off comparing yourself to the Absolutely. people around you. You're like, well, they got this job and I didn't. That means I'm a failure. Yeah, and it's like it really. Everyone has their time, their moment to shine. Yeah, and it's such an old person thing to say. But trust me, almost nothing you're worried about. Like, it's really, your world is smaller than you think it is. Yes. And yeah. the, uh, your world is smaller than you think it is. And the real world is bigger than you can imagine. Yeah. So, like, even if you are, high school feels awful, or, you, you know, speaking specifically to young people, if high school feels awful and it's like this, the world sucks, it, I mean, it's a famous hashtag or marketing campaign, but it it truly gets better. Yeah. You, as you, with a little bit of hindsight, you'll be like, I can't believe I was feeling this way. You yeah. know, I can't believe I put such a, because I truly think about that. I put such a paramount on like these crushes I had and these girls I liked that were was unrequited, and that I would even maybe, uh, if I'm being honest with myself, would like turn down 
girls that maybe were, or not give uh, time of day to girls that were maybe interested in me because I didn't at that moment think that they were like, they weren't the hot girl in school. So yeah. I'm in love with the hot, I'm in love with Marissa and she won't even give me a time of day. Meanwhile, this girl, Janet here is cute and I just won't even give a chance to get to know her because yeah. mm-hmm. I'm so all consumed by the thing I can't have right. because society quote unquote society of high school says she's hot and the coolest yeah i want to be hot and cool i got to be with her meanwhile there's a plethora of people who are probably way better for me way more interesting way more on my level but i've just chosen this like shallow sort of social and uh physical appearance kind of route whereas like the whole world is around me and i have no and then you the second you go to college like oh yeah I, I, or whatever you do after high school you're like still love beautiful people but then your idea of beautiful changes where you're yeah. like oh this this chick is funny oh i have i enjoy <laughs> yeah, I'm at 2020, I'm woke. This chick is funny. <laughs> <laughs> this chick can kind of make me laugh. Yeah. Well, like, How's she doing that? <laughs> you start to meet women that are a little more outside, like in the bigger world. You start to meet people. Let's just not even eliminate gender. You start to meet people outside of your small world of high school in the larger world. And you're like, oh, wow. This I, I never met someone or I never even had the opportunity to meet someone like this. This is interesting. I'm into yeah. this person. This person's so empathetic that I've, I've fallen in love with that facet of them. You know, you like you eventually your crush doesn't have to be the first chick who got tits. Like, you and know, you, that's so, when it starts in like seventh grade. You're like, so-and-so has bombs. I'm in love with her. And then you <laughs> hold on to that until like you're 25 when you're finally like, Oh, my taste in people is different than I, when you're 14. Yeah. When Yeah. I like that. What you're saying is because like attraction, Obviously, you know, I think all of our partners, we feel like they are beautiful to us. But, like, that attraction thing of, like, being like, they're the hottest, like, starts to go down on your list. And all these other qualities become so much more important. Because right. Because you're trying to build a partnership forever. And attractionist doesn't doesn't lie. Attraction <laughs> no. fates. Yeah. Like, like and not physical, in a bad way. Yeah, but yeah. just, like, eventually... You know the 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 attraction of that first time you see somebody is different than like yes. two years in, right? Right, right? I'm saying you can't still be attracted to the person, but it you're changes. With, yeah, but it like, changes. What you value right? in that person yeah. changes. Over yeah, because at first it's all it's physical. First, I, I don't care what anybody says. First attraction generally when you first see somebody is a physical well, thing. Well, it can't You're be how she anymore looks. if you haven't heard anything from them. You know what I right. mean? Like, or seen them do anything. Right. But I feel like as you get older, you're like, this person, oh, I like this person because they do blank. Yeah. Like, oh, Edgar is funny. I de- Yeah, he's a good looking dude. I never realized how good looking he is because he's making me laugh in this moment. Yeah, or, mm-hmm. holy shit, we're both watching this movie and we and he's got interesting take on it. Or yeah. like, oh, the way Edgar, seeing Edgar around his brothers or his mom, or that makes Are you him- in love with me? <laughs> yeah. I was going how come you ain't? What about me, man? What, what's some good shit about me, Gabriel? Damn. Uh, <laughs> okay, scramble. Uh, <laughs> Matt, we'll record say, uh, something and post, and Matt, you'll drop it in. Okay, I got to think. <laughs> but I was gonna say you—you you probably know that the best out of all of us being in the same relationship for sixteen years. Yeah, that yeah. dynamic, the, the, the dynamic of it must have changed so much. Oh yeah, of course. Like uh, we're the same age, so we've had like this weird thing where we've like. Um, you know, people change in between the ages of 21 and 37. Like, yeah. That's mm. a given. But weirdly, we both changed at the same time. Mm. So like we affected change on one another. And mm. like I made her a better person and she made me a better person as we changed together and arguably towards each other. From our wow. old 21-year-old selves to uh, the peop- the nearly 40-year-olds we are now, we're sort of like we've developed together. Like yeah. I almost don't know – what I could do. Like, I don't know what I could do solo anymore. You know what I mean? Mm. Like we've sort of like pawned so much huge chunks of our 
uh, identity onto one another that like it's sort it's a joined unit now in, in like a way that I I love that I pursued actively but I would not be the same interesting uh, funny person that I claim to be now without having met her and having gotten changed for the better and just opened up to a new perspective from uh, a different person than you know previously before That's that shit man. just it really you can really improve yourself long term with someone you know you can yeah. really because it's it's a constant meal to your own behavior too oh, of yeah, like yeah. hey you know you do this all the time and stressful and it's like yeah. really I'm sorry I'll st- I can really learn to limit that yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah yeah like my what? wife taught me how to do so much stuff and be such a different person and I like just gave her good taste in movies <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's hey. such an awful trade off but now I get to <laughs> for me that means so much <laughs> right? for me like someone who Ooh. Getting her to give a shit about wanting what we want to watch in movies and TV was the most fundamental. Like, and she's always had good taste, and that's one of the first things that attracted me to her. Exactly, uh, was that she like was and. He- Going back to our thing about rejection and uh, going after the hot chick, my wife uh, was the hot girl in my class, but I didn't fall in love with her until I saw her be a wise ass to people and saw her wear a Misfits t-shirt and saw her, like, I mean, yeah. this is 01 or that I saw her, so things were different than when I <laughs> yeah. saw her in her studded belt and Chuck Taylors, and I was like, damn, this girl can get it, you know? She saw me in my pajamas and my frosted tips and was like, this dude can get it. <laughs> I love it. Let's do one more, one more yeah. to wrap it up, and we'll do that on the other side of this break. We'll be right back. We back, we back, we back. All right, you just you're... canceled the store. I'd heard trash, trash. That one was uh, trash. <laughs> that's why you canceled it. It was trash. Uh, your first episode of Guy Code was actually episode four, season one. Correct. Let's go there. Um. Avoiding the friend zone, social networks, cars, and contraception. Okay, so- Were those two things together? <laughs> or you fuck your car, wrap it up. Yeah. It's so funny that just those four segments made a fucking episode of TV that aired hundreds of times. It's so insane. It's so funny, man. Let's, let's tackle the obviously most dated reference in there, and that's the friend zone. So um, dated. Yeah. That's, that's bullshit. That's some, that's some fucked up shit, and we, perpetr- uh, we perpetrated it. We put it out there even more, so I apologize. Everyone for did. Everyone yeah. did yeah. at that time. My joke, I believe, about the friend zone in that episode, because it became a sort of early meme, a gif, was mm. the line I said was, being in the friend zones like being at an amazing sitting front row at an awesome concert but you can't hear any of the music <laughs> still funny yeah. that's still, it's still very works, funny but it's crazy like this yeah. is a this premise the friend zone premise posits that one of the worst things that can happen is you become friends with a woman <laughs> yeah how like, insane this this literally entails like fuck this is bad. This chick is now my friend. Yeah. Which is this, arguably yeah. something later on in life that you're like, man, I wish I had an easier time making friends. <laughs> and back then you were complaining about people becoming your friend. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I think like kind of on that point, it just it explains why sometimes women are a little bit comprehensive to when men like try to be their friends. Like, I know yeah. like a lot of women, like if you like were to message a girl right now on Instagram and be like, Hey, I want to talk about writing. Like they'd immediately assume like, nah, you're just trying to fuck. Like, yeah. That's completely and reasonable. It's because of and it's because like of this. historical yeah. precedent that they are <laughs> yeah. they are not wrong to think that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's and that's just a crazy like um 
it's hard. Like now as I'm older, I was, uh, 29 when I was recording, 28 when I was recording this and, uh, I thought it was all funny. And then in hindsight, like now I still think it's funny, but the friend zone thing is upsetting because we told people that like, that was bad, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and, and it's it was, not bad. It's, it's not bad. The part of it that's bad is that you're upset that this person won't fuck you. Yeah. And then that's uh, the problem is that like, then are you really into this person? Because yeah, you're if you're not. really into someone being a friend with them would be pretty tight. Yeah. It'd be pretty tight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it would be yeah. pretty tight. And also for me, the thing, the funny thing about the friend zone is we, I mean, like, you know, you can call it whatever, hookup culture or whatever, but the idea of like your romantic partner isn't your friend. Right. Like right, is also right. something that's so weird to me. Right. right? right like right. if I eventually am dating somebody, I hope we're friends. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah I hope I, you know, so is that, I was that in also the friend was zone. My wife thing. and I were uh, good friends because we, we both had significant others in college. We hit mm. it off and like, we're just friends for a long time. And then when we both kind of got single, we started loosening it up. <laughs> um, I will say avoiding the friend zone is probably the thing we did the worst there. And then social networks was probably, the thing where we could have done way more work in protecting the youth like <laughs> from what unbeknownst to us we're like contraception cars it's like who knew that social networks would be cars something that kills people daily mm. um social networks is still scarier yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. that ended up being the shit that instead i'm sure the segment and i can't remember a lot of these things they all blend together because it's just sitting in front of a green screen and talking <laughs> yeah. but i imagine social networks we were a lot of like don't don't post workout pics if you're got you know blah blah like stupid corny shit like that yeah Na- not like, don't buy into un uh, unresearched uh, tweet. Like that's what we should have been saying. Yeah. It's like don't believe everything you read on the internet. It's all fucking out to fool Whoa, you. I think way. like what Twitter probably had just come out, yeah, or maybe I, I, it come out it in had two just, years yeah. before that. But I, like we, I joined no Twitter and Instagram in like season two or three because MTV yeah. asked me to. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I just didn't want to do social media shit. Yeah. Now I couldn't. What would I do if I wasn't on Instagram? What would I do when I went to the toilet? What would I do <laughs> yeah. in line at the bank? What would I do? What would you do? What I do when I'm stoned and I'm for real. I I think about that when I was flying on the plane. I was like, this flight was nine hours, and people did this without Twitter. (laughs) No, bro. I was at like Six Flags recently and in line, and I was like, what the fuck do we do? Before we had phones and we could just look at our phones for the whole forty minutes yeah. we was in this line with yeah. each other instead of not talking. Yeah, here's, <laughs> here's old man Gabrus waiting in. We were just bored, and may, <laughs> maybe being bored is something that's good for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah being we have bored too much and stimulus being now. imaginative and being. I thought about that the other day. I, I've, I've been feeling like creatively dry lately, and like I'm tapped and I don't have anything interesting to say or work to do. And I find that. Every waking moment of mine, I'm listening to something or inputting something into my eyes. And I'm, mm. I'm rarely ever – I, I do the sauna at the gym now, and I've been enjoying that. And I think a secret part of why I like the sauna so much is it's like 15 to 20 minutes with like no music, no podcast, no, yeah. no – I'm not looking at something on my phone. And it's weird that I have to like go into a hot box that would destroy a phone for me to avoid to looking avoid at my a phone. phone. But I'm finding more and more – like. I was just spent the weekend with some friends, like put my phone on the charger in my room and then like didn't look at it for seven hours. It's great. And nothing changed in my life. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I didn't miss shit. It's one of the reasons why I love cruises so much. Not because your phone doesn't work right, for right. a week plus. And I'm just like, this is 
amazing. Once once our phones start working, then everybody's buried in them for the next hour. Right, but, right, right, right. But so we got week, service. Everyone comes screaming out, running and shit. Yeah. What's so this? this is this art piece that I've been upset with, obsessed with, and I hate to be that person who's like, I went to a museum in Europe, and now I'm obsessed with this art. Is that piece. the Tate Modern? Uh, yeah, it's at the Tate Modern. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's called Great Museum. It's, um, it's amazing. <laughs> on a podcast with the word culture in the title, let's talk a little bit about the Tate Modern. <laughs> <laughs> if you're in, the, if you're in the London area, yes. check that shit. Check out. that shit out. Gorgeous. There's a great Kara yeah. Walker fountain there now. Uh, that's really really oh, dope. Yes, yes. Uh, but this is called Babel. It was made by this guy. I don't know how to say his name, but it looks like Sildo Mireles. Uh, but what it is, it's a bunch of. It's a tower full of radios, and they're all playing at once. Mm. And it is the most disorientating, frustrating thing to experience because you're like trying to focus in on one sound and you can't. And essentially is what he's arguing is that that's where we're at now, like in terms of all the information that we have and all that stuff. And I think that kind of goes into what you're saying of like, it feels hard to be creative. It feels hard to be like, you know, socially aware. Like I have tuned out of this political uh, Candidacy run, I guess, whatever you call it. Now this, because I can't take all the takes. Like I'm so right. I don't want to hear anyone explain to me why Warren is good or Gang is bad. Like I'm fucking tired because there's all these things happening right now. And what actually ends up happening is that it unfocuses us. It right. makes us tune out. And that's why I, I, I'm obsessed. Like I cannot stop thinking about this. This is pretty awesome. Piece. I will seek that out. I might be going to Europe in a couple months. So oh, if we might def- be going to uh, England as well, so I'll pop in there. Yeah, if it's left to take, please check it out. Um, the other. Th- the the thing you're you're saying here about uh, it's hack to I know it's hack to say uh, the last two minutes is all that matters in basketball yeah but that's how I feel right now I feel yeah. like we're in the f- second quarter of a of a game that has so much time left yeah and we're constantly like LeBron is gonna be the, LeBron's gonna have a triple double no 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 I'm telling you this is the person no fuck that yeah. this guy sucks and it's just like let's just wait and see how the game ends yes. and then let's start picking our yes. yeah then let's buy our jersey of our favorite player yeah. let's wait and see who's we can wait and shake it out a little bit. So I, many hot of, takes early. In of the course, game. I have like I have favorites, and I want to see them. But of I'm course. not sitting here disparaging anyone else except for Biden, waiting to see like what happens. You yeah, know? yeah, I agree. yeah. I agree. It's it is a lot, man. And <laughs> and one thing I always like in this in Babel is called ba- yeah Babel ba- Babel, 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 Babel however you want to say it. The one thing like say for instance that always gets me with social media now is how we attach to it for uh, for reassurance. Mm-hmm. Where, say for instance, there could be one radio program on here where they're saying, you know what? We don't play hip-hop. Hip-hop is terrible. And then there's another radio station that's like, you know what? All we play is hip-hop. Hip-hop is dope. Same thing on Twitter. You can find your take. Yes. And wow. then see a million, uh, 200 retweets. Yes. And you're like, yeah, see? Yeah. 200,000 people think this. Mm-hmm. And you could go find the opposite take and see just as many fucking people also retweeted that shit. Well, that's interesting to keep the analogy going. I would say, like, I bet you uh, a lot of us could all walk up to this display and hit and hear one radio above the others. Yes. And it's one that speaks to specifically yeah. us. Oh, that's, oh, that's, that's my favorite band that's playing. Yeah, so that's terrifying. thousands of opinions are being spewed. A lot of us will fucking uh, skew was, to the one yeah. that we know, that, yes. we, uh, that we agree with. So maybe yes. uh, music is playing... Every, every 
hundreds or two thousands of different radio stations are playing. I hear regulate from Nate Dogg and Warren G and that's the one I can hone in on. And I'm like, Oh, you mean the tower of Babel? The one that was playing Nate Dogg? No, it was playing thousands of things. Well, the one I got away from, which is like what I feel like Twitter, like social media has done to that. Just pick and choose your, uh, like any opinion and you can find backing for it. Unfortunately, we're seeing that in a very negative way a lot where it's like, guess what? I am a white supremacist. It's like, Hey, well then you came to the right place. There's a few of us hanging out here. There's a few of us. What? And we're open about it. This is some shit I've been saying for a while. Racists, anti-Semites, homophobes, misogyny. I know that that shit exists, that people feel terrible because people are inherent, like people can be bad. But the fact that people are okay with being open about it is the shit that's so changed. It, like, yeah. uh, it hits different. It hits <laughs> Racism be hitting yeah, racism different. Racism be hitting different, bro. <laughs> That racist would be hitting different. <laughs> right, it's like this weird pride in being awful, man. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and it's like because, but it's the same thing as being like uh, shit posting in a weird way. Like, take any take, like fuck yes. the Simpsons, and you're yeah. just taking that, and then all, you're like, why would you say fuck the Simpsons? The Simpsons are, in, uh, and then you. Uh, hunt, Thousands of people are like, no, for real, fuck the Simpsons. Yeah. You're like, wait, what? That many people out there having this opinion? That's fucking terrifying. It's crazy, man. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. I just quitted white supremacy. You know, like in the <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad somebody like did it. Come on, the podcast, culture <laughs> case, talk to the two black dudes about like, you know what racism is like? People hating the Simpsons. <laughs> no, I'm in touch. Uh, <laughs> and on that note, privilege and on that note, Gabriel, it's time for you to go. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Oh, I know. <laughs> It's been time for me to go since I started talking. Nah, man. Nah, this nah, is dude, great, man. This, this is has fire, been dope, man. man. This has been this dope. Uh, man, you're one of my favorite people. Guys, and, you too. I'm LA. so pumped that you guys are on Earwolf. I'm so pumped yeah, you guys man. have me on the podcast. Thank this you, is so bro. exciting. Uh, Get that bag, dog. You were also the you were the first <laughs> white person to do past that blunt. Oh, hell ever. yeah. I told you. Yeah, I remember yeah. that one. I remember yeah. that one. Yeah. That was that was fun, man. We gotta get you back. We gotta get you back for sure. I've been breaking down racial barriers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what y'all don't know is Gabriel's out here breaking these racial barriers, <laughs> y'all. <right>. 2020, man. <laughs> I don't know what it is in my career. I keep finding myself in a situation. <laughs> I just went back and did Wild and Out like two weeks ago. Season 16. I'm 38 years old. I got like a bad back and I'm white and I'm on stage with fucking Naughty by Nature. Uh, you got some shit you want people to know about coming down the pipe? Yeah, check. Uh, I'm in the movie Bombshell uh, for one oh. line, which is kind of fun if you nice. want to see me in that. Um, I And I'm not playing a, a, a sexual assaulter or a harasser, uh, which is nice. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I am, but like, I don't do it in the movie. <laughs> but I brought that backstory to my character. Um, and also, if you're uh, a earwolf head and you listen to this, check out the Gene Lombardo show on Stitcher Premium. Uh, show. Edgar did a bit on it. <laughs> Edgar helped me get the N word onto the podcast. <laughs> I was dying fun. to get it in somehow. Yeah, that, was, that was a very fun episode. <laughs> I play a white man he who plays white man. lets that word loose a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think people even really understood. No. <laughs> Love, it. Love uh, it. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, yeah, this has been great, man. It's been a pleasure, bro. Can't wait to listen to my intro. <laughs> <laughs> wait till you hear your outro. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was it, ladies and gentlemen. I feel like that episode was a lot more uh, 
Thoughtful. Thoughtful than people would have expected. Yeah. Like, people are going to see John Gaberson and they're going to be like, oh, man, these guys are going to be wild. Which we were. We were. We had some wild moments. But there were some really great, thoughtful. Like, I think Gabris really opened up there. Now it's yeah. beautiful. It, I would, you the, while we were doing that, I it, the thought crossed my mind that I would actually love to see another guy code yes. now yes. with people like him on it. Yes. Uh, kind of reflecting. Reflecting. Like reflecting on some of the things that they talked about then. Charlemagne probably couldn't be on it. No, he doesn't <laughs> seem like someone who does reflection. Yeah, he, he probably still has a lot of the same trash views. But somebody who has grown up and like did that and has grown like in their thought process and the things they think and believe and thoughtful in how words matter and yeah. the things you say are portrayed. I'm reading this book right now called Owning Your Shadow Self. And it kind of talks about how like there's these things inside us that we kind of ignore and we aren't dealing with that end up manifesting outside. Mm-hmm. And like that's what war is. That's what like racism is. It's, it's like all these fears and toxins inside of us that we aren't dealing with that we need to address in some way. And I feel like that is what the guy code could be is the guy code is this nasty thing that we just want to walk past and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We fucking did that in the past, but like it could be very valuable for us to look back into it, to dig back into it and be like, why did we talk about that? Like mm-hmm. that? Why, why were we obsessed with this idea of the friends? Like, I think that's, that's, that's valuable. And, and I want to, I also want to be clear, at least for me, that, some of the things that they were talking about on the guy code then and how, like we said, you know, these things are different. You couldn't really make it up now. There is a comedy element to yeah, that show being then. Silly. And they're yeah, being they're silly being sure. silly and they're 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 definitely hitting on the stereotypes and shit like that as well. And, but and, but that's what made this what made conversation this so with Gabriel so great is they see him be vulnerable and talk honestly about how he feels and like mm-hmm. You know, especially for, I think, a 16, 17-year-old, that could be extremely valuable, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking loved it, man. Gabriel's is the homie, man. Gabriel's is the homie. We got to get him back. Got to get him back. We got to get him back. Ladies and gentlemen, before we wrap this up, it's time for some Queen of the Week. Queen of the Week. All right. I got one. Go for it. Um... This queen is somebody who is a a, a very well-known, but I love just everything she does. Natasha Rothwell. Oh, that's wonderful. uh, One of my favorite things that she does is every single day she fucking tweets, Donald Trump, you trash, and I hope you have a terrible day. Every day. Every single fucking day. Without fail. Without fail. And I think, like, when his presidency is over and people, like, look back, that people are going to, because I don't, some people know that she does it every day, but somebody, the big one is going to, like, catch wind. And, like, it's going to be like, oh, this person tweeted him every fucking day. Every day without fail. Which is dope. And then also, just her career is, I mean, she's about to be in the new Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. She's in that new Tiffany Haddish role. She's, she's movie. great on both sides of the ball. Great writer, great yeah. actor. She is. She's super dope. So, I don't know if we've ever shouted her out on the show before, but I wanted to give a special shout out to Natasha Rothwell as my queen of the week. My queen of the week is not famous. Great. Uh, my queen of the week, uh, maybe she is famous and I just didn't know it. But my queen of the week is a black woman named Jerry who mm-hmm. uh, at yoga this morning I was struggling. Mm-hmm. I was uh, falling and stuff like that. And she was just like, 
She took the time out of her thing, which, again, she did not have to do. She should not have been expected to do this. Uh, I'm very thankful that she did this. Helped me out and was so encouraging and was just like, do it like this. You're going. You're doing great. And that was really helpful for me because I feel like yoga is something that I've avoided. And on some machismo bullshit, but also on some afraid to do something and fail uh, a vibe as well. So to have someone there who was black to support me and be like, you got this. You can do this. And afterwards, she was just like, keep coming back. You're going to be so good. Like in a few weeks, you're going to be way better than you are right now. That was very nice. And I want to shout her out for that. That To take the little bit of time out there to make sure that your neighbor is doing okay. Love that. Shout out to Jerry. Mm-hmm. Queen of the week. Shout out to Natasha. Queen of the week. Our two queens. Edgar, this has been a pleasure. It's been an absolute pleasure. You know where people can find you? They can find me at Edgar Mopazier on Twitter at AwfulGram on Instagram. Mm, they can find me everywhere at Jackie's Neil. Hey, talk to us at Culture Kings Pod on all social media. Stitcher Premium. We got stuff. We'll have a code. I don't uh we don't I don't know what the code is yet, right? We don't know what that is yet. No, we don't know what it is. Okay. Yet. Fun fact about Matt. Cats? He didn't enjoy it. Oh, young prince didn't enjoy cats? Matt did not enjoy the movie Cats. As a matter of fact, I don't know if you heard this. Hmm. But after he saw Cats, he came home mm-hmm. and he kicked his cat out of the house. <laughs> He said, this movie is so terrible. This movie is so terrible. And that's what Matt does is whenever he sees the subject of a movie and he doesn't like the subject, like he saw uh, he saw If Beale Street Could Talk and went, black people in love, I hate mm. this. And he mm-hmm. saw a black couple and said, get the fuck away from each other. It's weird. I heard, you know, he saw uh, Schindler's List. And, <laughs> and he came up to some people who was like, oven? And that's it. <laughs> That's it. And he just saw that movie yesterday. <laughs> he just saw it yesterday. He bought a nice DVD copy of it and watched it yesterday. So, yeah, you know, so, yeah. so uh, Hollywood, when you're making movies, make sure Matt likes them. Make, sure, make sure our young prince loves them. Or at least make sure it's a subject that can handle being attacked by him. <laughs> uh, on that note, hey, have a good fucking week, y'all. <laughs>